Have you ever had this thought, I can never seem to get ahead? Or maybe this one, I have no idea what I'm doing. We've been there, and you probably have too. Unfortunately, confusion and frustration are normal for men today. Comparison, escapism, and all kinds of regrets usually have one of these involved. But the good news is this, no matter which one you're dealing with, the answer is the same. Focus on the fundamentals. Most of the outer issues we face can be improved or even solved by dealing with a few inner markers we call the fundamentals. We believe you can begin to take your life to the next level by becoming strong in the fundamentals of your life. So we wrote a free PDF called The 4D Model, Mastering the Fundamentals of Real Success. This PDF will show you what the four fundamentals are and how these key areas are foundational to the success of every man. You'll learn how to start a journey within that transforms the way you live your life and navigate your circumstances. Now, why did we make this PDF? So you can have a tool to learn how to focus on the four fundamentals, because when you do, long-lasting success can happen in your life. Get your free copy of the 4D Model of Success at thrivingman.com. Have you ever met someone who's just not a picture person? It's one of those people that whenever you're taking a picture, they they find an excuse. They're like, oh, I'll take the picture, or they run off to the bathroom or something like that. There's a lot of people like that. And the reason they're like that is they just don't like seeing themselves in picture. Did you know anybody like that? Oh, yeah, for sure. I know people that never smile yeah. in any picture they're in. They're going to determinedly look miserable. Yeah, it's so, true. Yes, for sure. It's true. And and the reason is that people just don't like seeing themselves. Right. And a lot of times they don't like the reality that the picture shows. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of men are like that. We avoid a lot of things in our lives because we don't like the reality of it. Mm -hmm. So we fill our lives up with busyness, with stuff, with work, all kinds of things because we're avoiding the reality of life. We're kind of getting away from it. But that's not really helpful to us, and we can't live a thriving life as a man if we're doing that. So what we want to do is not avoid the reality. We want to do something different. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about the need for reality in our life, and we're going to show you how to see it. This is The Thriving Man Podcast with David and Reese Maxwell. These weekly shows are designed to help you remove the confusion from your life and make real progress with your growth. No matter where you are or where you're going, we're here to help you live a life you can be proud of. So welcome to The Thriving Man Podcast. Welcome to The Thriving Man Podcast, where our goal is to help you get out of survival mode and into living a life that you can be proud of. I'm Reese. And I'm David. And he's my dad. And today we are talking about emotional awareness, the superpower of emotional awareness. Now, Dad, how would you define emotional awareness? Well, emotional awareness is when you kind of see what's real. And it's one of those things you, you have to do it without judgment behind it. Yeah. You just got to see the reality. There's a saying, it is what it is. You hear people say that all the time. It yeah. is what it is. It is and, what and it is. It just is. You can't sit there and say, well, this is because of this. And if you look too much into it, you just avoid it. Mm -hmm. But reality is, it is what it is. Yeah. And that's what we have to look at. 
Yeah. And I think it's important to differentiate reality from overthinking. Yeah. Overthinking yeah. a lot of times is reading too much into reality. Yeah. Uh, but when you have emotional awareness, you aren't looking and trying to overthink and find an explanation for everything. Mm-hmm. You're just simply willing to look at, at really your situation or yourself yeah. objectively. Yeah. Well, and we have to take, make sure to take blame out of it. Right. Because when we bring blame into it, and that's what a lot of people do when they look at reality. Okay, who's at fault? Everything's somebody's fault. Everything yeah. is somebody's fault. And there is some reality to that. But if you only look through the lens of blame, then you're just looking at who to put the the, the responsibility on and to kind of hurt others and maybe take it off ourselves a lot oh, yeah. of times is what we do. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of guys, rather than going through that process mm-hmm. of looking at reality, will yeah. just straight up avoid it. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, when I was a kid, and to be honest, today, there's always that junk drawer. Yeah, it's, it's that true. drawer that just looks like a disaster happened. A yeah. monsoon, a tornado hit it, but the drawer's closed. Mm-hmm. So anytime I have something I don't know what to do with, like, yeah. oh, there's yeah. this piece of paper I feel like I should have, but yeah. I don't know where to put it, so I'm just going to throw it in the junk drawer. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, this person gave this to me and I don't feel like I should throw it away, so I'm just going to throw it in the junk drawer. Yeah. A lot of us do that emotionally. Yeah. We're like, I got this feeling I don't know what to do with. I'm just going to throw it in the drunk drawer. If mm-hmm. I don't have to look at it, it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've used the example in the past with men about they, they box things up, put it in the mm-hmm. back of their mind Yeah, where they just don't have to think about it. And we do that in reality. We put things up in the attic. We put things out in the garage. And yep. it's like, hey, it's out of sight, out of mind. I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about it. Uh, but that's really not a great thing for men because what a lot of times when they have uncomfortable emotions – when they, when they don't think about them, when they kind of put them up and they hide them, it's really a form of denial. They're mm. denying that that feeling is really even there. Right. So you don't have to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Because when you see it and you recognize it, mm-hmm. you have to deal with you it. Gotta, you got to do something with it. Yeah. And that's part of being a better man. Yeah. But it is hard. Yeah. And awareness is an emotional superpower because it's really the foundation Mm -hmm. for everything else. If you're not aware, you're not going to make progress. Yeah. If you aren't dealing in reality, you're not going to be able to make reality better. So Mm -hmm. emotional awareness is this thing that we think you guys as men and we ourselves have to do the hard work of developing. It's something where instead of ignoring uncomfortable emotions, Mm -hmm. we need to become able to recognize it so yeah. that we can make progress. Well, it's like if you if you go to the gym and you see a guy who's a bodybuilder yeah. and, and people make fun of him because they're always looking in the mirror. <laughs> it's true. Um, and oh, and yeah. part of it is they're admiring their creation, but it's also part of their craft Yeah, because they want to be proportioned the right way. Mm. So they look in the mirror and think, okay, you know, I got to work on my shoulders. My shoulders aren't really mm. big enough compared to my chest or my back or whatever. So they're, they're actually seeing what they can do to fix their proportions. And what yeah. a lot of men do is we kind of pull back from emotions and emotional awareness. Mm. But what we're doing is we're letting areas of our life kind of get out of control sometimes. Yeah. And again, we're not saying you have to be emotional, you know, that you have to be overdone but we all have feelings. We mm-hmm. have to learn what to do with those feelings if we want to be all that we can be as a man and be the best we can be as a man. Yeah. And you as the listener, we aren't just going to talk about emotional awareness as this 
magical key without giving you some steps to get mm -hmm. there. Yeah. So today we're going to discuss three keys to developing emotional awareness. Yeah. And the first one, which is arguably the most important. Yeah, it is. Willingness. Yeah. We have to be willing. Go ahead. Yeah. You got to be willing to live in reality. And a lot of men live their whole lives denying reality. Mm. They, they spend their whole life staying busy, staying connected to, to virtual things. They do a lot of things. Oh, I'm busy. I'm busy to deny reality. Mm -hmm. And it's like we've talked about in the past where you see a guy who has a really good golf game, mm. but his family's falling apart. <laughs> yeah. You know, He's just avoiding reality by focusing on something else. And as men, we've got to be willing to look at reality the way it is, because the truth is, reality is not always great. It's true. Yeah. And and I think another part of it is not living in reality and pretending like problems aren't there, mm -hmm. but then also not living in reality because we are looking for problems to explain yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So sometimes people can take a overly optimistic view mm -hmm. instead of looking at reality. Yeah. And then some people can take an overly pessimistic view. Mm -hmm. And like the guy that constantly is beating himself up or constantly yeah. everything is his fault. Yeah. Uh, that person also isn't living in reality. Yeah. So being able to look objectively and say, okay, where's my role? Mm -hmm. But what also isn't my role? What is, yeah. What's from another person? And then what just happens? Because sometimes life just happens. Yeah, that's a good point. And that's why it's important for men to really know themselves. Because if you know that you tend toward the optimistic side, you can understand that. You can say, well, I may be moving a little too much into the optimism realm. Right. Or you may know that, okay, I tend toward the pessimistic side. Right. I need a little more balance on know the optimism. Thyself. Yeah. And if we don't know ourselves, then we think what we are is great. And a lot of times when we get into looking at reality, it's hard because there are some areas that are our fault. Yeah. You know, and nobody wants to just, oh, I want to look at things that make me feel pain. Yeah. Um, nobody likes that. But yeah. if we don't look at the reality of it, if we don't look at the fact that, okay, I blew my first marriage. Mm-hmm. Or my kids don't like me because maybe I didn't treat them well when they were young. Or I'm broke because I overspent. I mm. overspeculated with stock. Yeah. Or I invested in a business that failed. Yep. If you don't look at that reality, then you're never going to be able to deal with it. You'll just run away from it. And that's how a lot of men are. Yeah. And what you want to do is say, okay, that, yeah, that's me. Mm -hmm. And then also see, okay, that's not me. It's situational. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody knew COVID was going to happen. Nobody knew that the the economy was going to downturn. Mm -hmm. But we do have to look at the reality of okay, what do we do in spite of that? Yeah, I think a lot of times we can get stuck in the excuse realm, mm -hmm. and yeah. when we're in the excuse realm, we begin to avoid even looking at what our role could possibly be. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, I didn't grow up in a great home, so that's why this is the way it is. Yeah. Or oh, good. that person was just a jerk. So this is this is the reason. Or yeah. oh, hi, this is just the way I am. It's a personality thing. I can't change myself. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. is something that is a dangerous place to be. Yeah. Because that takes the power away from you to mm -hmm. actually do the right thing. To begin to deal in reality. Yeah. And and I think with it we we like to blame and mm -hmm. we we don't want to blame ourselves, especially if it is our fault. And and we kind of look at, well, you know, in 12th grade, 
you know, that girl dumped me and that <laughs> yeah, ruined yeah. my life. And you're like, dude, you're 40 now. That, that was a long time ago. She yeah. doesn't even remember you. It's and okay, you're like, buddy. <laughs> she caused me pain. And you're just like, okay, you need to get over that now. It's like uh, Syndrome and the Incredibles. Yeah, yeah. He literally became a supervillain, destroying entire countries and people's lives because his superhero rejected him yeah. and didn't want him to be his sidekick. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. It's a cool backstory, honestly. Yeah, it was yeah. really great. It was a great movie. However, he was 10. He yeah. should have gotten over that. He should have been yeah. like, oh, man, that's terrible. I guess I'll just become a billionaire. Yeah. You know, because yeah. he had the he had the genius to do it. I but know. he was so obsessed with Mr. Incredible yep. saying That's such a good fly point. home, buddy. I know. I work alone. <laughs> like he that was his life phrase yeah. for yeah. 20 years. Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. just crazy to me. But well, some of us are there. Yeah, we see guys like that. You see guys who are in their 50s, even their 60s, still talking about what happened when they were 18 or 17. Yep. And you're like, dude, it's time to get over it. Now, mm -hmm. we may have had things like uh, some guys out there have been sexually abused or had major trauma in their life, things like that. They should deal with that because it is affecting them. And sometimes they don't even know it. Right. So they, if they deny the reality, they'll keep acting that way. Mm -hmm. But if they face the reality, that's really how they're going to get over it right. and not make excuses for it and say, well, it's not my fault because of this, but I'm just not going to deal with it. There's a difference between facing your past mm -hmm. and worshiping your past. That's a good point. And yeah. a lot of guys fall into the worship category mm -hmm. if they're not making, if they're not pretending it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. They're just living there. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's a healthy in between. I think so. Where you're willing to go there. Yeah. But you're going there in order to get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going there yeah. in order to stay. Well, you don't want to go there to blame your 12 year old self. You want to go and say, okay, how did that affect the rest of my life? Yeah. You know, this happening to me at 12 did hurt me and it caused pain, but now I'm 35, I need to do something about it. So it doesn't hurt my marriage now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt how I parent my children now because it will. Mm -hmm. And what a lot of guys do when it comes to emotional stuff, it's so uncomfortable, they're not willing to go to it. They just run away. Yep. They, they you know, okay, they run to the bottle. Yep. You know, most people who are alcoholics, there's a reason they're an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they're running away from life. Life gets stressful. It gets hard. So they just run off. Mm -hmm. Or guys who hunt all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, they run off to be by themselves in the woods. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that. But if you use it as a coping mechanism, it's not good. You know, you get really into your sports team. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, I had a guy tell me one time that, you know, when his dad, when his favorite football team lost, the kids knew to hide. Because they were going to get the pain of the team losing, taken out on them. That's terrible. And you're like, wow, that's rough. Yeah. Um, but what it was, was was a dad who didn't know what to do with his pain. He invested everything into a sports team. But when they let him down, everybody had to pay. Everyone had to pay. Yeah. And so we have to be willing to kind of, okay, I need, I need to face this stuff. Yeah. I need to look at it. And that's part of becoming aware. And if, if you don't do it, then there's going to be a lot of areas of your life that you won't even know are happening or affecting other people. So we do have to be willing to be facing our past. Yeah. yeah. We have to be willing to go there. Mm -hmm. But then second, we have to be honest. Mm -hmm. Explain honesty a little bit for everybody. 
Yeah, honesty is one of those things that some men struggle with because they feel like if I'm being honest, am I just placing blame on someone else? Am mm -hmm. I blaming myself? Am I blaming others? And that's where you want to pull the blame out of it and just be honest. Right. Okay, you know, my, my dad did this to me. That's not blaming, it's just reality. Or my friends rejected me, or the girl dumped me. Those are realities. Um, I think of of one of my favorite Rocky movies, Rocky Three. Yeah, I've talked about it before, but one of my favorite scenes in the movie is not the fight scene; it's the beach scene, where he's training, but he's just not giving it his all. Yeah, and so Adrian comes up to him, and she's like, "You know what's wrong? What's really wrong?" Yeah, and he's just like, "I just don't have," it. and he's he's giving the lame excuses. The excuses, yeah. And she just digs in. What's really the matter? Mm -hmm. And I'm getting goosebumps now thinking about it. It's such a powerful scene, but. He says, I'm scared. But he yells it. Yeah, he yells, I'm scared! I'm scared. Mm -hmm. Because Clubber Lang beat the snot out of him. Yeah. I mean, he just waylaid him. And and he just said, I'm scared. And she's like, good. We're all scared. Mm -hmm. Life's about facing it. And 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 that was the moment, because of course, after that, the training sequence, the music starts, yeah. and, and you get pumped. You almost want to stand up in the theater. But... But that's it for us. Yeah. Sometimes we have to be honest about what am I really, really feeling? And mm -hmm. some men are scared of that because they have to admit weakness. They have to admit fear yeah. or admit maybe someone who they've always looked up to as a hero. This was a moment where they weren't perfect. Yeah. And that's hard for guys to deal with. So there's any number of reasons, but we have to be honest if we're not honest, then we're never going to be able to really deal with it and get over it. Rocky was able to get over it because he got honest. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's going to happen on a beach for you and it's going to be that easy as a movie. Or dramatic. But it, it represents, music. yeah, it represents something in our life that a lot of guys, you see it. When they start getting honest about their weight, when they start getting honest about their relationships, when they start getting honest about... Any, anything in their life, a lot of guys, that's when they begin to make real changes in their life. That's so true. That's so true. And I think there's the honesty with your past, mm -hmm. but then there's the honesty with being who you are yeah. versus somebody else. Yeah. I think a lot of times in the male world, we play the comparison game. Mm -hmm. Who am I kidding? Everybody plays the yeah. comparison yeah, game. Yeah, we do. That's just, that's our culture. Yeah. That's humanity. That's the, that's the sin nature. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but- you cannot hold yourself up to the expectations of somebody else. Yeah. I yeah. think a lot of guys are unhappy with who they are and mm -hmm. unwilling to face who they are because they want to be someone else. Yeah. They they want to be able to emulate that person or mm -hmm. they want to have the same track record as that person or they want to be as famous or as rich or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or they may not even know it on the surface, but under the surface, they feel like a failure yeah. because they're not that guy. Yeah. Yeah, and a, and a lot of guys do that. What they do is they're coming in and maybe their whole life they've looked up to someone. I want to be like so-and-so. But then that, that reality hits them. They can't be like so-and-so. Yeah. And so a lot of times they just, well, I guess I'm just a failure. Mm -hmm. And a lot of men will check out of life. Wow. They'll go to work. They'll do stuff. But a lot of times they just, well, whatever. And yeah. they become that, that kind of uh, caricature of men who they don't really care they just want to eat. They just want to, you know, watch their shows, play their games, do whatever. But they're really not engaged with life. And what we have to do is say, okay, who am I? 
maybe I was looking up to this person yeah. and it's impossible for me to be that person. Yeah. You know, like people say, oh, I want to look like the rock. Okay. Yeah. The rock has very specific physical things that are his. Plus he trains out of his mind. There's a lot of controversy over whether he has medical help or not, but that's not the point. The point is, you know, if you're five foot five and you weigh 125 pounds, you're not going to become the rock. Yeah. I mean, he's what, six something? Yeah. And and he's he's huge. He's been he's, training his entire life. Yeah, he's been training his whole life. That's his job. Yeah. <laughs> that is his literal for job. That. So so it's it's kind of like, you know, some people are going to be a hammer. Some people are going to be a golf club. You can take a golf club and hit nails with it. And you might get a few nails in. But it's not going to be good. You can take a hammer to the golf course. Yeah. It's not designed for it. You can hit a golf ball with it. Yeah. May not go very far. Now, it might do better than sometimes my driving, but, you know, they're not designed for that. And that's what we have to do. We have to find what's my design Mm -hmm. and be okay with that. It doesn't mean you don't grow and don't change. Yeah. But you realize what am I naturally good at? What am I naturally Mm -hmm. into? And a lot of times that moves you in a right way. And too many men today are trying to be something they're not. Yeah. And when you do that, you're always going to disappoint yourself. Yeah. I guess the question goes to, are you playing the game you were designed for? Yeah. What game are you playing? I love the golf club illustration. You could compare that with like a a tennis racket. Mm -hmm. You know, you can try and use a golf club to hit a tennis racket. It's just not going to work because it's in the wrong game. It is. It's playing the wrong game with the wrong goals because it's not designed for that. Yeah. And us as guys, you know, as a kid, you're not thinking about that. As a teenager, you're not thinking about what's my design compared to this person that I see on TV. (laughs) You just think that's cool. I want to be that. Yeah. However... Even the emotional makeup of a man mm-hmm. or the the circumstances of where they grew up, yeah. all of these things are different factors that we have to look on honestly. Yeah. Because the truth is you don't want to be somebody else because you even yeah. if you succeed at that, yeah. you can still ultimately feel like you're failing yeah. because you're not really living according to your design. Mm-hmm. I heard a quote one time that said this, the happiest people aren't the ones who have the best but the people who make the best with what they have. Mm-hmm. Not the people who have you know, the big money and yeah. the perfect body, but the people who make the best with what they have. And a lot of guys, in order to make the best with what we have, we have to look honestly. Yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and a lot of times we avoid honesty because it's just painful. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we have certain expectations. I'm gonna be this when I grow up. You know, you yeah. say that as a kid, and then a lot of times there's a comes a point in life where you're like, okay, I was going to be a professional football player, but I walked on to my local community college and I'm still sitting on the bench. I don't think I'm going to be a professional football player. Yes. That's just reality. It's, it's maybe you weren't physically able. Maybe your, your talent peaked out here. It doesn't mean you're bad. Mm-hmm. It's just your reality. Don't try and play the wrong game. Yeah. But- that's hard. That does hurt. It's it's humbling. It's it hurts. hard. It and, stings. And so what we have to do is decide, I'm going to be honest even if it hurts. Mm. You know, and if you look at, a lot of times, you know, you look at people who are professionals in a sport. A lot of times they're brutally honest mm. because they've learned it's the only way they get better. You know, singers, they get sometimes really honest about things. You know, 
you have the talent, you don't. You know, producers get like that because they don't have time to waste. And it just sometimes it helps people to hear the truth. And sometimes for us, we have to be willing to look at the truth and be honest about it. Yeah, because the truth is lying to ourselves only hurts us. Mm-hmm. It does. It only, it, it doesn't help you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, I, there's so many good illustrations, <laughs> but we'll, we'll suffice it to say this. If you keep lying to yourself, even though it's more comfortable up front, it will cause long-term harm to you yeah. and to the people around you. Yeah. Because, I mean, I even think in context of relationships. Mm-hmm. I am a different kind of husband to my wife than you were to mom. Yeah. And so I can't copy paste even yeah. the example I got from you and mom yeah. because Emily's different from yeah. what mom was. Exactly. And I'm different from what you are, even yeah. though we have a lot of similarities. We do. Uh, we also have plenty of differences. Mm-hmm. And so we do that in our lives for our relationships, for our careers. Yeah. And we have to stop lying to ourselves, even though it hurts to Mm -hmm. face the truth, that will ultimately be the best thing for us to go from survival mode to really living a life we can be proud of. Yeah, it is. It's it's the way to do it. And honesty, you know, a lot of people think honesty is being mean. It's not being mean. It's just dealing with reality. You know, I'm good at this. I kind of stink at this. And that's that's reality. Mm -hmm. And, And until you see that, you can't fix it. Precisely. If you don't see what's wrong, you can't fix it. A lot of times, if you're fixing something around the house, what is the any handyman? They, they have what's the problem? Mm-hmm. They have to know what the problem is. If they don't know the problem, they can't fix it. Yeah. And for men, a lot of times we have stuff happening. We're like, what's going on? Why is this not working? Why is this not working? Well, a lot of times we have to. Okay, what's the problem? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And that just means being honest. And yeah. and honesty is hard. There's no doubt. Yeah. So. We do have to be honest with ourselves. We do have to be willing to go through the process. Mm-hmm. But once you have done honest evaluation, yeah, yeah, the third part of awareness, and we put it with awareness because awareness doesn't matter if you don't have this element. No, willing to be active. Yeah, define that for the guys. Well, if you're willing and you're honest, that's good. Yep. But if you don't do anything about it, it doesn't help. Yeah. It's kind of like our, our junk drawer illustration. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a junk drawer, you have a junk closet, or you have a junk garage, whatever. Yeah. If you if you're not willing to fix it, recognizing it only will depress you. Mm. That's so true. You, you have powerful. to be willing to okay. I'm going to deal with this. So so what it is is we see things the way they are, so then we can work on them. It doesn't mean the fix is going to be easy. No. It doesn't mean it's going to be a short-term fix. It may take years. Yeah. It may take you completely retraining your mind. Mm-hmm. But if you're not willing to be active, then it's going to be harder to be honest because you're going to want to excuse it. Mm-hmm. And so what you want to do is say, okay, if I'm recognizing that I have to be willing to do it, what am I going to do about it? Mm-hmm. What am I going to do to fix it? And that's where the rubber meets the road for most men. Yeah. I, I heard a quote by James Clear one time. He said, time will magnify whatever you feed it. Mm-hmm. And that really does apply to our own lives. If we keep feeding lies yeah. or avoidance, yeah. ultimately yeah. the problems just get worse. Yeah. But yeah. even if it's slow, agonizingly slow, beginning to feed it action in the right direction mm-hmm. starts to bring healing or yeah. strength. Yeah. Um, so we have to keep in mind, this isn't as much a t- 
a process of destinations as it is about direction. Yeah. You want to shift the direction in your life to where you're going down, running away from things, mm-hmm. to beginning to face reality and make it better, yeah. even if it's not as quick as you would want it to be. Well, and sometimes it means moving into areas that are, like we said, uncomfortable and maybe dealing with things that no one in the family's dealt with. Right. Maybe you come from a family that has a long line of unhealthy living in one way or another. Mm. Well, someone's going to have to change that. That's true. And, and it might as well be you. It might as well be you who says, okay, I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to do what I need to do. So my kids live a different life from me. Yeah. And what was passed down to me, even though it is what it is, we're going to deal with it and take care of it. Yeah. And a lot of men get to the point where they go, yeah, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. But then they don't do anything about it because it's hard. Yeah. And there's this, there's this phase that we want to avoid. Mm-hmm. There's a phase between knowing there's a problem yeah. and starting work on it and then actually getting a solution. Yeah. A great example going back to the junk drawer illustration and just very transparent moment. We have a spare room in our house yeah. that is the clutter collector. Yeah. Anything yeah. we don't know what to do with goes in that spare room. Yeah. And a lot of it is my fault to be honest. Yeah. I am uh I'm one of those people that I like to have books from the past. I yeah. like to have my video games from the past, even if I only play them once a year, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so over the these past this past month, really, I've had to go through the process of cleaning. Mm-hmm. And right now, if you were to look in that room, it looks worse than ever Yeah, because I have taken everything out, mm-hmm. put it on the floor and began systematically dealing with it paper by paper, yeah. notebook by notebook, book by book, game by game Yeah, uh, in order to get rid of things that don't need to be there. Yeah. And that's that's how it is with cleaning anything. Mm-hmm. The garage. You know, you always take everything out of the garage and it looks yep. way worse than it yeah. did in the first place yeah. for a while. But you have to it has to get worse before it gets better or look worse before it gets better. Yeah. We don't like that phase. No, most men don't like that in between and that's why we avoid it. We we don't get active because we know this is going to be a lot of work. Yep. Like a while back my shoulder was bothering me. And I was like, you know, you try to sleep. I'm a side sleeper. So I was sleeping on it. I was like, gosh, it kind of hurts. I wonder what's wrong. Mm -hmm. But you know what that entails. I'm going to have to go to the doctor. I'm going to have to do this. And, you know, and and you start thinking about all the things you'll have to do. So for a while, I kind of put it off. Mm -hmm. But eventually I was like, I do want to sleep on my side again. Yeah. You know, not just on the other side. So I went to the doctor. Okay, you're going to need to do this. Here's some exercises and all. It wasn't as big a deal as I made it out to be. And that um, does happen too. Yeah. And and but even then, even if it was, even if I had to maybe do a procedure or go to rehab, it's it's to get to a point of, of fixing. Mm-hmm. And I think for us as men, that in between sometimes is the thing that makes it, okay, this is hard. This could be a tough reality. My room's gonna look messed yep. up, my garage is gonna look messed up. And you have to remember the big picture. I'm working toward an end. I'm getting here. Yeah. Well, Part of pushing through that is looking towards that end. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's part of the goal. It can yeah. be humbling to yeah. realize that you're really out of touch in an area. Yeah, yeah. Or it can be humbling to realize that you're not as good at X, Y, or Z as you thought you were. Yeah. But also that leads to freedom. Yeah, because when we look at reality honestly, then we can be set free from all these false expectations, yep. these false assumptions, yeah. these things that we thought were helping us, but really weren't, Mm -hmm. um, that other people put on us, that we put on ourselves. You can be free from that. Like I know a lot of people who 
whose parents went through a divorce mm-hmm. and when they were a kid blamed themselves. Yeah, they did. And they grew up with that. Yeah. Uh, I have not had that personal experience, but I just have seen that pattern a lot. Yeah. So going back to that moment, even though it's painful, if you realize that it wasn't your fault mm-hmm. and you do the work to come to that realization, that can set you free. Yeah. And, and it's that way with all of our stuff as guys. You know, you can face things that hurt, but it's like surgery, mm-hmm. you know, it... It hurts in the moment. It takes yeah. time to heal. But once it does, the thing becomes well. We can yeah. become well. And we encourage you, don't don't face these things alone. True. Don't lone wolf it. That's mm-hmm. the problem with a lot of guys. They want to fix something. They're, they're maybe willing. They're looking at it honestly. And they want to be active, but they try and do it all by themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I watched this one YouTube video, and I'm just going to do what that guy says. Well, yeah, but you need someone to come alongside. Yeah. Because there's days you don't feel like doing it. There's yes. days you you may need some guidance. You may need someone to say, hey, just a tough day. Just suck mm-hmm. it up. And you're like, yeah, you're right. We all need that. So we would say, don't try to go through this by yourself. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, as we've said in the other podcast, you can get inside your own head and it kind of mess you up. Yeah. And start with one thing. Yeah. We don't, that's kind of our challenge to you today yeah. is- to start with one area. Mm-hmm. As guys, we want to fix it all at the same time. Yeah. We just do. I, I, For me, my problem is not setting a goal. Yeah. It's narrowing down the 37 goals that I could have yeah. to like one or two. Yeah. And you got to do that for your past. What's the thing that's hurting you the most? Mm-hmm. And that's where that awareness comes in. Yeah. And then you start to take action on that yeah. one thing. I yeah. think of, uh, and we'll do, we talk about this in our course, which if you want to get a more in-depth treatment of all these topics, you can go to our emotional health course, uh, or we called it emotional strength. Yeah. Emotional strength. Sounds manly, yeah. manlier. Yeah. Emotional strength. strength. But I think of the story of like Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, he had to go through the work of discovering that the one ring was the one ring. Yeah. Because at first he was like, oh, it's just a magic ring. It's no mm-hmm. big deal. But he also had in the back of his mind, it could it could be something more. He's, he's yeah. starting to see the red flags. And didn't it take him like a long time? Oh, it took him like two decades. Okay. That's something that they don't put in the movies that's in the yeah. books. Like yeah. Frodo was like 30 okay. whenever Gandalf first started to suspect. And by the time he finally confirmed it, Frodo was like 50. Okay. So it was like 20 yeah, was years of him getting into the, the reality of that. Yeah. And finding out that that reality was true. Mm-hmm. made everything way worse than yeah. he wished it was. Yeah. You know, yeah. it means a lot of steps needed to be taken. Yeah. But he did the work anyway. Yeah. Because if he didn't, the fate of the world was in balance. Well, and that's what that's why we say just pick one thing. Because as men, sometimes we want to fix everything. I wanna I want to redo the whole house. Okay, how about just start with the junk drawer? Yeah. Start with the one closet. Start with the left side of your garage, you know, start somewhere. And a lot of times we can build up momentum and say, okay, this wasn't so bad and you can move on to the next thing. But if you start 15 things, you're most likely to do none of them. And a lot of us, I've been guilty of that. I'll start a million things and never finish them. I'm right there with you. And as as I've cut down, I'm more likely to finish because I'm only doing a couple. And so that's what we would say. Pick one area to get honest with, to be willing with, to get active and, and do things with. 
because then you'll start building that momentum and carry it to the other areas. Yeah. And if you have a problem with seeing reality as it is, Mm -hmm. with seeing others as they really are, with seeing yourself as you really are, there are plenty of resources to be able to help you with that. Not only our course, but there's Mm -hmm. also the book, uh, Leadership and Self-Deception. Yeah, great I just finished reading that book probably a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And it it was very powerful. And it's all about that. A lot of times we end up deceiving ourselves Mm -hmm. and how to get outside of that. Yeah. And it's a, it's story based. It's like one long parable. So it's a pretty easy read, but it's really, really fun to read. Uh, but we, we want you guys to succeed because you are looking at reality Mm -hmm. because you are living in reality and facing it. That's its own kind of courage. That's its own kind of adventure. I know you say the the phrase, live your own adventure. Mm -hmm. Adventures aren't easy. No. A lot of times adventures have things we have to face. This is one of those. Yeah. But we think you guys can do it. We'll see you guys in the next episode when we talk about courage. Yeah. And in between now and then, pick one thing and work on it. Thanks for listening to the Thriving Man Podcast. If you want to check out more resources from David and Reese, you can go to thrivingman.com. We'll see you in the next episode.